Welcome to the Reading for Success podcast, brought to you by the Success League. This podcast focuses on books, articles, and other resources for customer success, provides an overview of each, and gives you an honest assessment of whether or not it's worth your time. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. Since this is our first episode, I want to give you an overview of what to expect from this podcast. First, a little bit about me. I'm the CEO of the Success League. Before I founded the company, I built and led several customer success teams and was a vice president of sales and customer success a couple of times. I have a background in leading marketing, sales, account management, technical support, and customer success teams. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I've got a husband, 15-year-old daughter, three-year-old German Shepherd, and I like to travel, cook, drink great wine, and read. Second, this podcast is about reading things that will support you in your customer success career, especially if you're in a leadership role or want to be. Each week, I'll be talking about an article I read, and a lot of these will be from Harvard Business Review because I love that resource, a book I'm reading, and I'll be reading one book every four episodes and filling you in as I go, and any other cool customer success resources I ran across that week. If you want to read along with a book, I'll be announcing it the week before I start talking about it. The articles and other resources will be a little more off the cuff, so you can read about them afterward. I may have a guest or two along the way, and if that happens, I'm going to keep it an amazing surprise until the episode airs. I hope you find this podcast helpful. There is so much content out there on various customer success topics, so this is intended to both cut through the clutter and provide you with an outside idea on leadership and business resources that will support your customer success career. With that, I'm going to get started on our first episode. Today I'm kicking things off with a Harvard Business Review article called Building a Culture of Experimentation by Stefan Tomke. This article first ran in the March and April 2020 episode of Harvard Business Review, and you can find it on their website, hbr.org. This article is basically a case study on Booking.com, one of Booking.com's interesting tests that they ran, and how the company's culture of testing and innovation led them to becoming the world's largest online accommodation platform. The premise is that while testing and experimentation are incredibly valuable in today's online environment, most companies don't have a culture that supports that level of innovation. By creating a culture of experimentation, both companies and customers will benefit from solutions that are a better fit. So how is this related to customer success? In this article, there is a great quote from Expedia, and it says, quote, we don't have to guess what customers want we have the ability to run the most massive customer surveys that exist again and again and have them tell us what they want. I love that because it's all about having the customer tell you what they're looking for. Um, second is the focus on data versus opinion. This is so important in my mind about customer success, especially as teams engage with their product organizations. This article really emphasizes a strong focus on data as opposed to opinion. And in my mind, that's absolutely critical. Some of my key takeaways from this article were the idea that you need to cultivate curiosity across your company. I love this. In my mind, curiosity 
curiosity is a critical trait in a great CSM. Curiosity about what customers want and why is crucial in our field. So that's one of my big takeaways from this article. Another one is that you need to democratize experimentation. The companies that are winning at innovation are experimenting from the bottom up. Everyone is encouraged to propose tests, observe tests, review data, draw conclusions. Because CSMs are so close to customer data, that puts them in a perfect position to participate in this kind of experimentation. I also love their emphasis on being ethically sensitive. There are so many ways to skew tests toward the result you want to see. This is why SAT tests are being questioned right now. In the current environment where companies are waking up to the sexist and racist structures that they have created, designing ethically sensitive tests are important to the success of experimentation. So I love that part of the article as well. Is this article worth your time? I would say absolutely. I would love to see more customer success teams running lots of experiments on their programs. Digital customer success programs can especially benefit from this approach, but I think high touch programs can as well. This article provides terrific examples of companies that are doing this well and a structure for how to approach experimentation. So on to the book. I'm kicking off this first episode by starting in on the Customer Success Professionals Handbook. This is put out by Gainsight, and the authors are Ashvin Vedyanathan and Ruben Robago. We're going to be hitting chapters one through four this week and chapters five through eight next week if you'd like to grab a copy and read along. So here's my take on chapters one through four. And I'm just going to be summarizing the chapters that I'm talking about that week in one big chunk. Chapters one through four of this book are very introductory. They cover customer success trends and history, the objective of a CSM, which is to retain and grow customers, a day in the life of a CSM, along with three core skills that CSMs should develop to become good at their jobs, and how to develop industry category and product knowledge. That's the first of those three skills. Um, so what do I agree with? First of all, I love that they emphasize that this role is 80% proactive and 20% reactive. Although, frankly, I'd give it a little more leeway. I think it's probably two-thirds proactive, one-third reactive, um, but I like the sentiment here. Also, they emphasize that this is a profession on its own, not just a jumping off point for other roles inside of a company, and I absolutely agree with that as well. In chapter three, they talk about how all of the touch points are um, important for CSMs, but I think that they're really focused on high-touch CSMs. This is all the stuff you need to do and they have some very good time management tips at the beginning of the list around calendars and emails. So if you are a high-touch CSM, chapter three is great for you. And I think that they're spot on on that chapter as well. Um, all three skills listed in chapter four are critical in the field of CS. In terms of industry and category knowledge specifically, the knowledge of a CSM really needs to be twofold. They need to understand their own company's industry and category, but they also need to understand the industry and category of each of the customers they serve. I also really love the second half of chapter four on gaining product knowledge, which I thought had some very practical tactics for doing so. 
what do I disagree with? Um, so there are a few things that I disagree with in this section of the book. First of all, in chapter two, the authors draw a really hard line between account management and customer success. And frankly, I disagree with that. I think the best of both fields look a lot like each other. Account managers can have amazing customer success traits and customer success managers can be involved in the commercial side of things. And in both cases, it can work really, really well. Um, second, I don't think that all of the items listed in chapter three um, work for anything less than a very high touch CS program. There's no way that a CSM who has 100 plus customers who's serving the SMB market is going to get to all of those items. So I wish they would have called that out. Um, they also in chapter three talk about one-on-one -on -one meetings with your manager and they talk about them happening every month or so. No way. That needs to be happening weekly. I'm very passionate about weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings and if you stick around for some of the books I'm planning to tackle later in this podcast, the reasons for that will become more clear. Finally, um, in chapter four, they talk about um, their certification program, which is called Pulse Plus. And we offer a certification program as well, full disclosure. So I may be shooting myself in the foot with this comment, but I need to call out that these programs are not designed to give you specific industry or category knowledge unless you work in the field of customer success. They are designed to make you better CSMs for sure, but you will need to gain your own knowledge on your company's specific verticals and specialties. Gainsight used Chapter 4 to promote their program, which always sort of puts me off a book that's designed as a thought piece. In addition, I think it's kind of misleading to compare a certification in project management, which is called a PMP, um, to a certification in customer success. Project management has an industry body that governs their certification programs, and we don't have something similar in customer success right now. CSM certification programs aren't held to any set standard, and those of us who produce them have to hold ourselves to our own standards. It kind of bugs me to see such a blatant sales pitch in the middle of an otherwise solid chapter. So bottom line, is this worth your time? I would skip chapter one unless you're a brand new CSM or considering entering the field. Otherwise, you've heard everything in that chapter before. Same for chapter two, unless you need a refresher on customer outcomes. Chapters three and four, however, are worth a read for anyone in a CSM role, although the first half of chapter four is kind of light. CSMs who are struggling to manage their time effectively should take a close look at chapter three, pages 38 through 43, for some solid approaches to prioritizing their work. And CSMs who are struggling with product knowledge should focus on the second half of chapter four. Next week, I'll review chapters five through eight of the Customer Success Professionals Handbook. If you'd like to read along, you can find this book on Amazon. Since this is a brand new podcast, if you like it, please take a couple of minutes to rate it and subscribe. You can also email feedback and ideas to me at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at thesuccessleague.io. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join Reading for Success next time.